Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> welcome to our opening round, I guess you could call it. Right, I? This will be the opening round right here? That's right. That sounds about right. That's round about one? Right. Round one, man. Fair ones and fair ways. I'm your man, Noel Sosa. I am joined uh, yeah, via the, uh, the telephone. Uh, my man calling in today all the way from O City. My man, Ivory Towns in the building. What up, I? You doing all right, man? No, so what's the deal, man? I'm doing great, man. Yeah, doing man. great. Well, it was good to have you on. You know, me and you have uh, had the privilege of talking boxing for I, I, how long we've been doing that, man? For that, for a long time, man. We used to do it on the radio out there in OKC. Yeah, man, and we going we going on double digits for sure. <laughs> for like sure. about 12, 13 years, something like that. Almost fifteen. Yeah, man, and uh, you, I know, lifelong follower of the sweet science. Uh, myself as well, too. I mean, ever since you know, I was uh, I was a child. I've just been fascinated with the sport. And you know, to be to be real with you, it's tied to a lot of early memories for me too. Just I remember my whole yeah. fa- my whole family getting together to watch the fights. You know. Um, my grandfather was a huge influence on me, man, and um, big part of the reason why we all got together uh, to watch the fights, man, back in those days. But uh, lifelong, uh, you know, a student and, and observer of the sport, and uh, it's just one of my biggest passions, man. And I know you kind of you kind of got into it uh, a similar way, right through your father. Is that right? I did, man. My pops, he was a big, big boxing fan he my pops used to have the boxing magazines yeah like all ring over the magazine place. and all that yeah as that ring ring magazines all over the place seemed like sugar ray Leonard was on every cover almost <laughs> that's right man um, that's right coming up in those 80s and, and he had a bunch of old uh vhs tapes where he would record old fights and rewatch them and and those things were important to him matter of fact i bet you if i go rumble around in my uncle's house uh he still has some of those those old fights. I need to, I need to uh, uh, pull you in one day. We can go dissect some of those old fights, man. Oh man, I would love that. I think we should definitely be do that uh, on this platform, man. That we are calling fair. Do you ones. have a v- uh, Do you have a VCR though? <laughs> you know what? I don't think I do. I'm gonna have to go down to the pawn shop see if they got one, man. <laughs> That's what we need. Can you get but a? Now, v- I'm, let me tell you this though. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Let me set. Let me let me set the scene. Before we uh, start up, this is something I, I haven't told you this. Okay. And this is real life. Okay. And I and I'm proud. I'm proud because it, it must have been passed down from my father because I haven't I haven't trained my son or anything like that. I took him to a couple of little training sessions, but you know we haven't sat around and just watched boxing like me and my uh, uh, pops did. But my son, who's in college. He's taking like MMA and boxing classes right now up there at O State. Is that right? Yeah, he's just training. He, you know, he just said he wanna, he just wanna do it because he wanna learn how to fight. Boy, is is in him though, man. That's that's big time. Because he, because he always thought fighting was cool. I said, <laughs> uh, okay, okay, you know, but he's not a fighter at all. That that's the crazy part. You know, he, he he's a real kind of soft soft spoken quiet shy guy but you know he, and he he shocked everybody with this one so we'll see what happens well man you know listen uh i got a i got a nephew um who i just means the world to me man he he's got into boxing as well too because you know my sister she actually yeah. competed i got a sister who competed as an amateur yeah no nah, yo y'all, i'm glad you brought that up because yeah your little sister man i 
I need I need some updates on her, man. She gets down. Oh man, yeah, she's doing the thing. I think she just does it now for like fitness, man. But I mean, she's like me. I mean, she's my sister. And like I say, my sister's the pretty version of me. You know what I mean? And we're we're, 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 we're so much alike. But she actually competed uh, as an amateur, and then her son, you know, my nephew, um, he he's he's into the sport now too and then he's got a i think a cousin yeah. who's into it so i mean we, we out there man and let me tell you something man i love boxing but it is a completely different story when it's your loved one in that ring like listen man we can talk about boxing and that's what we're going to do on this program but there is a significant difference from me watching so and so and then me watching like my nephew you know what i mean that's come a, on man that's a big difference man <laughs> it ain't a, it ain't it ain't a game no more you know what i mean it ain't a game no more <laughs> Have you tried to train them at all? Man, you know what? Here and there we've had a little, you know, uh, some moments together. But, you know, he, he, he lived down there in Texas. I'm up here in Arkansas. Uh, so, yeah. you know, those, those, those times are far and few in between. And then when I am in town, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's running here, running here, doing that, uh, eat Mexican food. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it just you know, I don't, we, hadn't, <laughs> we hadn't really had a whole lot of time to sit sit down and get workouts in, even though, you know, we've made an attempt a couple of times. It just doesn't get to happen too often. But I right, listen, man, I want to jump into it, man. Uh, you know, now that we've kind of got a little background established, which I think is important. Let's jump into it, man. Uh, again, fair ones and fair ways. Round one, if you will. Um, Let's get it. We're going to jump into it. And I want to go ahead and start right here uh, with a fight that happened uh, this past weekend at the time of this recording, man, this past weekend. The return of AJ, Anthony Joshua. Uh, he improves his record to 25 wins, three defeats, and 22 knockouts. Uh, took on a guy named Jermaine Franklin, who I think doesn't get enough credit. He's a pretty good fighter. Uh, but the expectation was, the hope was, that AJ would return with a vengeance. And although I think he put on a solid performance, I, I personally felt, a little underwhelmed by the whole thing, man. What, what what do you say about it? When whenever I hear the word, the two words, Anthony Joshua, my shoulders just drop. My whole feeling turns to underwhelmed. <laughs> Anthony Joshua, it might it might be too, a little too harsh, but a good uh, comparison is almost like Ben Simmons in the NBA. Mm. You see the talent when when everything's working, when everything's lined up perfect. When he's feeling good, he, he's confident in himself. You see what happens. You see the talent, but you, you never feel like you got all of it. Wow! And and ever since, and you know, and me and you, we, we always talk about Anthony Joshua. It always starts at, at Andy Ruiz. Oh boy! And when you're talking about Ben Simmons, it almost starts at that last year at Philadelphia, 76ers. And and this whole, I'm mentally not ready. My back hurt. I, I my girlfriend broke up with me. That he's never been the same since. Mm -hmm. And even though Anthony Joshua is still in the ring, and we don't know where Ben Simmons is doing right now, so I give Anthony Joshua a little credit. At least he's still involved in his craft and and, and going out there fighting. Right. You still you 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 just you leave his fight shaking your head, saying, "Wow, if he had if I could." I could drop a little more confidence in him. Yes. Imagine what we could get out of Anthony Joshua. You know, you said you said it there, man, right? Because and look, you said starts at Andy Ruiz. Let's go a little bit before Andy Ruiz. Listen, uh, Anthony Joshua 
coming up through the ranks, obviously he, you know, he looks like, you know, carved of granite, this big mountain of a man man. who is agile and, and super athletic. And he's got these muscles. I mean, he just, he looked like he'd be the heavyweight champion of the world. You know, Um, you would cast him, you know, if you were making a movie to be the heavyweight champion of the world, good looking guy, well-spoken, uh, and it just very marketable. And then he's just a big imposing figure. And he was all those things as he come up through the ranks, knocking out your, you know, every contender they put in front of him, you know, uh, unbelievable performances. Um, and, and the most notable performance is when uh, he, I think, retired Vladimir Klitschko. Right, the the passing of you yeah, know of the yeah. passing of the torch, uh, the the removal of the old guard. I mean, Klitschko. We're talking about him and his brother who dominated the heavyweight division for a decade. Um, you know, and, and and here's the beautiful thing about it: not only was Joshua great in that fight, but he was tested, he was dropped, and he got up and he came back and yeah. he finished the show. All the things you want to see from the guy who's supposed to be taking over the reins of the heavyweight division. And it just, you know, I wonder where that Anthony Joshua went because you you said it. He just has not been the same uh, since he got in there with Andy Ruiz and was just shocked. Like the rest of us, I think the world was shocked. Listen, going into that fight, I said it. I said, now listen, it's heavyweight boxing. You know, it's boxing and it's heavyweight boxing. Anything can happen in a fight, and especially a heavyweight fight. And Andy Ruiz, Andy Ruiz, regardless of what you think of his physical appearance, that man can squab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the man, no, he can throw his hands, man. The man just has hands. That's 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 what that was the quote. That's what I said. The man has hands. And, yeah. And yeah. and and do we? Because I think we might have even covered that uh, on the station at the time. Um, and I think that was my quote. I said, the man just has hands, so anything can happen. But AJ should be able to get the job done. And ever since Andy Ruiz shocked the world and became the first ever Mexican heavyweight champion of all time, uh, AJ has never been the same, man. Even in the rematch when he beat Andy Ruiz, he fought super cautious, did enough to get the win, but it was, you know, a yeah. snooze fest. Um, and, and he just, for somebody that big and imposing, he, he fights – Super timid these days. He, he, he's he's real he's real soft, and that's the other half of of being, you know, a quality boxer. You need some some excitement, man. And you know these slow, you know, just slow burning, ten round, you know, going to the scorecard fights. Even though he's what twenty five and three with twenty two knockouts, he, he's still and that's an exciting record. Yes, he's an unexciting. He's an unexciting fighter and I think and it goes back to Andrew Weiss or for whatever reason that particular knockout that particular loss you just he cannot shake that out of his head and you know there's some folks in boxing you know some boxers you know a knockout that that can be the defining moment of your career you know that can be the fork in your road uh, how, how do you bounce back from a loss especially a, a big time loss like that and, and as of right now Anthony Joshua he's not he's not showing too well I'm yeah. getting, getting getting on the other side of a big loss. You know what I mean? I hear you, and and I agree with you. However, right, I thought he still boxed a good boxing match. I thought he boxed well. 
uh, in this fight this past weekend with Jermaine Franklin. It wasn't the performance we were hoping for or, you know, wanting to see from him, but he still boxed well. And, and you know, second fight in a row that he's had a new trainer. Um, so, you know, we'll have to see how that ends he up. Had a, he, had a few, he had a few trainers, hadn't he? Well, he had his longtime trainer Rob McCracken. Uh, last uh, the last fight, uh, he he had a uh, uh, was it, uh, Garcia, uh, Robert Garcia, and, and Anthony Joshua's uh, new trainer for this fight uh, is Derek James. And listen, uh, okay, there's always going to be a recalibration, right? Um, but you know, one popular thing that a lot of folks say, a lot of a lot of you know, boxing analysts and, and, and trainers, they say, listen, you are who you are. You know, you're not going to become a completely different fighter, but you can always learn and try to sharpen things, maybe change a few things in your game. Um, so for all all that said and done, all that all that being said, I thought Joshua boxed well, well enough. Obviously, he got the win. I just saw some things that, you know, me personally looking at it, uh, there was one point, uh, and, and for everybody who saw the fight, I, I hope you saw this. I'm sure you did. Man, when he went down to the body, he almost doubled over Franklin. And I said, nah. well, I, I, I said, now AJ is athletic enough that he can do that consistently yeah. if he wants to, but he's got to want to. He's got to, you know, he's got to get in there to do that. I think if you know the little things like that, if AJ just makes some tweaks and can find his confidence again, I mean, you got a guy who can still be a problem. Like you said, twenty-five wins, three losses, twenty-two knockouts. That's a very good record. That um, that tells you you've got an exciting fighter on your hands. Just those couple of tweaks still need to be made. Will he make it with this new trainer? Um, I guess only time will tell, huh? The tweak, the tweaks are mental. So mm. that that and 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 a trainer, the, a, a good trainer, the right trainer, has that tool in in the palm of his hand if he can pull that out of his fighter. So you know, we'll see. It, it, it's mental, man. It's mental, and it's in the middle of his chest. Starts with an H, rhymes with art. <laughs> You know, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, that's 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 real talk, man. Anthony Joshua, uh, for all his possibilities and capabilities, man, I'd like to see where he goes next. Speaking of next, you know, when they asked him about it, uh, he says he wants Tyson Fury. Now, look, um, I'm going to let you chime in here. But in my opinion, Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight on the planet. Um He's the, yeah. he's, he's the legitimate WBC lineal champion, never lost, undefeated, the Gypsy King, 6'8", 270-plus pounds, fights like a, you know, light heavyweight or middleweight at some times, depending on what, you know, what day you catch him. And I don't, I don't think that's a good fight for Anthony Joshua. I know it's a big box office success because especially, especially, you know, overseas in the UK, I mean, that thing will do – It'll probably yeah. break. It'll probably break records, is what that'll do. But so I understand yeah. that, but I don't think it's a good fight for AJ. How do you feel about all that? Boxers are trained to say shit like that. <laughs> um, you know, no, you don't want that, Joshua. Stop it. You don't want that. Um, I and, uh, uh, another big fight. I don't know if it'll be as big as that one is, but Deontay Wilder has been 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 talking some noise. He wants Fury, of course. We know why, but you know, he's been saying. You know, he wants to get his name back out there. I think that'll be a good one also. But also, my question about Fury, you know, he was talking about retirement last year, a year before, something like that. Where is he at? Does he, is his head up for that? Is he ready for that? You know, uh, 
it's it's a good question because you know Fury. I mean, listen, he is a big proponent and 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 champions the 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 plight of mental health, right? So you wonder sometimes is he yeah. is, is he doing okay? Because yeah, he talked about retiring, said it was over, and the next thing you know, he's fighting, and the next thing you know, this and it's it just always back and forth. I I personally maybe want to believe that. Fury's just always using that retirement angle to try to get the most money out of people. <laughs> like, you know, like, hey, hey I'm retired, yeah, man. You yeah. got to offer me something if I'm going to come do this, you know. And, and, yeah, and you, yeah. can, you can never knock a prize fighter for trying to get the biggest prize, right? But, you know, f- as far as AJ's concerned, uh, you know, I don't I, I think that's all wrong for him. I wonder, you know, what a good fight for him would be. I mean, you've got a couple of guys out there that would be fun to see him fight, like uh, like a Joe Joyce, uh, Anthony Dubois, uh, a Daniel Dubois, excuse me. Um, in in uh, you know, I, you know, the fight I still want to see. I still would love to see Anthony Joshua versus Deontay Wilder. I just, yeah, I'm paying to see yeah. that. I'm not saying it goes well for AJ. I'm just saying I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see Wilder back in action, period. Um, he's still young enough. I still think, you know, he got enough fire left in him to to, to get back on top of the uh, of the rank, especially if Fury does kind of step down or whatever. But um, that'll be a good one, man. Just moving on in the conversation, we were finally going to get ourselves an undisputed heavyweight champion. Haven't had one since Lennox Lewis. And uh, that's been some years. That's been, you know, a couple of decades. And everything, there were negotiations, they were going back and forth, they were working out this, and ultimately Fury versus Usyk falls apart. How do you feel about that? We're not getting that fight, at least not anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame, but that's another another reason why I question Fury. Like, what's the deal? Um you know, whenever fights fall apart, each side is always pointing fingers at each other or, you know, pointing at the promoter for wanting too much money or whatever. But it, it, it's foul. I mean, it's it's a sad situation, I guess, if if Fury really wants to hang around for Joshua, I guess it works out uh, well for people who want to see that fight. But, you know, Usek and, and Fury, that was, that was supposed to be a big one. Yeah, I, I I hate that it that it didn't come together. I mean, as a boxing fan, and, and you know, to any time you get a chance to have not just a a unified champion, undisputed champion, but a heavyweight unified, undisputed yeah. champion. I mean, literally the baddest man on the planet. And I mean, you look at a guy like Tyson Fury, who I mean, you know, people are arguing that he might be the greatest heavyweight of all time. Um. I mean, when you factor in his size and athleticism and just boxing skills and IQ, I mean, there's an argument for that. I I, I don't know how you feel about that. How do you feel about that? No, I, I mean, I don't I don't agree with it. Um, he's a great heavyweight of all time. I I don't I, I can't I can't say that. Who who beats Tyson Fury? Who beats Tyson Fury? Well, I don't think his competition is is up to some of the heavyweights in the past. Um, he's dominated, but I don't think the heavyweights that he has to go against, they're not on par with, you know, some of those great heavyweights in the 80s and 90s and things like that. Um, 
because I do think, let's just say, let's just throw names out there then. Um, Tyson Fury against, you know, Tyson. Let's just throw that out there. Who he was named um, after, right? Yeah, right. Who he was named after. Evander Holyfield, heart of a lion. You got to beat him. You got to kill Evander to, to, to win a fight against him. That's right. Um, you know, I, I, I think Evander Holyfield will stand up against anybody. But I think Tyson might push him around and might just wear him down a little bit. But I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Tyson Fury is the greatest heavyweight of all time simply because of the competition. And then I think when, when, people, when people clamor about how skilled Tyson Fury is, he is skilled. But I think the one caveat we should throw in there is for his size. Sure, right? sure. He, he he looks good for his size. If he was a if he was a six foot regular six foot uh, uh, heavyweight, I don't think we would lord after him like we do. I think everything is for his size. He's very skilled. He's fast for his size. He's not really fast, but he's fast for a six eight guy. Um, he moves his head well for a six eight guy. So I and you know me, I'm I'm of I'm of the 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 community who feels like we need to go up a notch. These oh. big ass heavyweights. See, I, I, I'm not going to start that. I know you don't that. like that. I'm not going to start that conversation I know you with don't you like yet. That. Uh, listen, because I, what Ivory's talking about <laughs> is he thinks there should be a super heavyweight division. I am completely against that, but we'll save that part of the conversation for another time. On, you know, I, I'll, I'll say this, man. I think Tyson Fury again, and you said for his size, but I think that's what makes it so special is that he is that size and he is able to move that way. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed and I think there is a legitimate argument. I'm not saying I'm giving him the crown because even a couple of names you didn't mention. And, and here's the hard thing. Anytime you try to compare eras, it gets really muddy. Like yeah, it's, yeah. it's a tough conversation to have and it's something you're going to debate about for, I mean, back to the basketball world, right? Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, all, you know, it, different yeah. eras, right? Um, I just, it's just, it's a tough conversation to have because it's really hard to, to compare. There's so many different variables in there. Um, and, but, and then my main thing about the, 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 the one, the bigger weight classes is, is because this is a one-on-one combat sport and size does matter. That's why we have so many weight classes, right? So, and, and, and basketball, football, you got teammates you can rely on, you can help out. It, it's in boxing. It's, it's just you. And size does matter. So when you're six eight, and you got a six footer, I, I don't really have to show you all my skills. I kind of lean on you a little bit, push you around, and and take it from there. But we don't have to get too far. We don't have to go into that, man. That's you know that's just me. Well, but, th- but that, it, that's it, that's a whole conversation that I, I'm we're going to have. We're gonna have. That might be like a, a special episode we do, the, the, a big debate, yeah. right? Um, because, again, 
when I cuz when I think about heavyweight champ, when you're the heavyweight champ, that means you're the baddest man in the room no matter what room you're in, you know? Like and, and so when you start di- dividing that up, it lessens that and to me it waters down the title of heavyweight champ cuz I'm the heavyweight champ, but I'm not the super heavyweight champ. I, I don't like the sound right. of that. I just don't like the sound of that. But again, we will have that conversation, man. Uh, I, again, I think there is uh, a, a, an argument for Fury. I'm not going to say that he is definitely uh, is or isn't the greatest uh, of all time when it comes to heavyweight champions because, again, that's up for debate. I, I think he's got an argument. But you start throwing guys in there, again, comparing errors is tough. How would he do against Riddick Bowe? How would he do against yeah. Lennox Lewis? You know, I mean, these guys yeah. are, are, are big, strong, agile guys um, who are a different era of fighter i just don't know how he would stack up against guys like that and again we can go on and on but bottom line is we're not getting fury Usyk. Usyk now looks to possibly possibly the rumor is very unofficial at this point he may be fighting daniel dubois who is uh, some people have kind of compared him and like like he's a, a british version of deontay wilder um just big power um but definitely has flaws in his game um, so that, that's rumored to be happening, uh, Usyk versus Dubois. Fury, who's he going to fight now? You know, is he going to get the big box office payday with Anthony Joshua? Um, he's rumored to, to maybe even try to do what a uh, is it a would it be a fourth fight with Wilder? Uh, I mean, that's you know, I, I don't know if I really want to see that. I, I think I've seen complete domination in that um, for almost every single fight you know um, that they've had. Um, but we'll we'll see where those guys end up. Moving away from the heavyweight division real quick, uh, another big marquee matchup. They're calling this a super fight and a fight that could change the landscape of the game, and we'll get into why that is. Uh, Tank Davis, Gervonta Tank Davis, 28-0 with 26 knockouts, is going to be taking uh. on the rising young star, Ryan Garcia, who himself is 23-0 with 19 knockouts. This is coming up uh, in a couple of weeks, man, here uh, on April 22nd. What do you what do you think about Tank Davis versus Ryan Garcia? Uh, man, this is going to be a good one. I remember, I remember you told me, I remember when Tiafimo Tia Lopez and Lomachenko had their fight. And I was, I was, Thinking Lomachenko was gonna take care of that, and he was like, "Man, Tiafimo, he he got some about him though." And I was like, "Ah, eh, okay, we'll see." Tiafimo went there and picked him apart. Yeah, easily gave him the business. And and for some for some reason, I'm thinking this Garcia Tank Davis is gonna be the is gonna be something similar. I I see Garcia boxing. Tank Davis. I see Tank going in there like he does, trying to walk through punches and just uppercut and just take everybody out. A little Mike Tyson. But I see Ryan uh, Garcia dancing around and, 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 and jabbing and counterpunching and kind of knowing how to handle his business in there, man. I, I Tank Davis is hard to, to go against him, but for some reason, I see that with Garcia and Davis, man. I see a Lopez Lomachenko type fight. I'll be honest with you. I'm extremely surprised uh, that that is your take on this fight. And uh, let me say why. And, and I just want to say this for anybody 
uh, joining the conversation today. Ivory knows boxing. Uh, this, this, there's a reason he's on this show with me. And that is surprising for me to hear you say because I, I feel the opposite. I feel that Tank Davis yeah. is the one who's got got the experience in boxing IQ. Um, I think Ryan Garcia has yet to really prove the kind of boxing IQ I think it would take in order to uh, execute a game plan like the one you're describing. And, and again, that's just my personal take. Um, and now, could it happen? Well, anything can happen. It's a fight. Um, but I just, you know, my, my take on it, just to, just to kind of push back here a little bit, I, I think as much hype as it is, and I get it, like you can see why people feel the way they do on on both sides, why Tank's the favorite or why Ryan's the favorite or why they think this person's going to win versus the other. I think that Ryan Garcia, at best, has a puncher's chance. I just think that yeah. I think that Tank Davis has just seen much more. He's more seasoned. He's veteran. He's used to the big fights. Um, and I just I just don't know how we go twelve rounds without Tank landing a bomb, and it's and calling yeah. it a good night. You know. That that can happen. That 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 certainly can happen. And 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 at first, when this first when this fight first you know came to be, I was probably leaning towards Tank. But you know, and, and I don't know. I, I hate to say I've been influenced by the press conferences, but <laughs> I just I you know what I'm saying I just feel like Garcia's been. I don't know. I just feel like he's a little more poised. I feel like Tank is is trying to prove something and it's taking it personal. You know things like that, and and Ryan Garcia got the longer reach. He doesn't hit as hard as Tank, but he knocked you out too. I, I just I just feel like this is one of those moments where I felt one way early on, and maybe I saw some Garcia highlights or something, and, and it and it changed my my thought pattern. But I just feel like he hadn't, he hadn't had as much as many fights as Tank, hadn't had the big as big of fights as Tank. But he's a damn good fighter, and I just feel like Tank might go into this thing taking it a little personal and thinking he might already have it won a little bit. And you got to be on on your P's and, and Q's about Garcia, man. If Tank wins, I won't be surprised, no doubt. But well, you know, going there, going there right, man. Going there right. Well, you know, to your credit, because I have heard multiple people, I've had uh, quite a few people say that they have swayed. That something, and so whatever you're seeing, you're not the only person because I've I've had multiple conversations with multiple people who have said, you know what, I was all tank, but something's telling me that Garcia might 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 get him. Um, shout out to my boy. We got, we got to pull up what what were the what were the early lines in Vegas? You know what I'm saying? What were the early lines a couple months ago? I would I would like to compared know compared to that. what they are now. I would like to know that. We're gonna have to research that before because we'll definitely be doing another episode uh, prior to that fight. Um, so I, I I'd like to I'd like to know that. That's a good. That's uh, put a pin in that. Me, one. Put a pin in that one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna my back. Keep talking, man. I'm gonna see what we can. Let me see find that out. Real yeah, quick. man. And, and and shout out to my boy Q, uh, uh, my my partner out there in Bentonville, Q, man. I mean, he's been a Brian Gar- Garcia fan for a long time, and you know he he like the rest of the world has seen all the 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 highlights and then you know the the listen ryan can throw some punches now he's got some extreme pop on his shots which again tank in his career he's fought a couple of guys who had some big pop 
but maybe not to the level that he's getting ready to see in the young, hungry Ryan Garcia. So there is that, right? Um, and, and listen, I'm intrigued by Ryan Garcia. I'm not all the way bought in on him yet. Um, and I'm trying not to discredit him. It's just there's a reason I feel the way I feel, why I think Tank is 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 the 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 favorite right at least in my opinion i think tank is going to go in there and do what he do what he does he think i think he's going to find the moment and land his shots i think he's just i think he's going to have a better game plan i think he's going to be able to execute that game plan I, I like ryan and and let me tell you what if ryan does go in there and does what he says he's going to do we're looking at a mega star if he if he can pull that off um but again, if I, if I'm putting money on it, my money's on tank. No, I'm I'm with you, man. I, I can't nobody be mad at that right now. Um, my question, my question though, does tank? I mean, he's not he's not the tallest guy, but do do, do they when do, when do they move up? When does has he done enough? Done all he can do if he goes out here and beats Garcia? Has he done all he can do in this in this weight class. You make a good point. I think there's a lot of traffic there around Tank. So there's a lot of fights. There's, there's a lot of fights that could be happening that, that should be happening. And again, I think that's what's special about this fight. You got two stars putting it all on the line. And, you know, they're doing this to prove who's better. And of obviously to, you know, they're prize fighters. They want the biggest prize possible. Uh, if these guys can pull it off, and let's say they the numbers do do well. Because, you know, pay-per-view numbers struggle these days, especially with all the bootlegging and in 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 illegal downloads and streams and stuff like that, it's hard to run them pay per views number uh, numbers up like they used to. Um, but if they can be commercially successful, hopefully this leads to more of the big fighters fighting each other when we want them to fight each other in their primes, at the peak of their powers, how it used to be in the good old days. Um, I, I would love to see see this be a new trend of these fighters meeting each other at the peak of their powers when it means the most and is going to produce the best kind of product. I mean, you know, we Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather happened, uh, what, at least eight years too late, 10 years too late. Um, All right. I mean, you know, if, if these guys can start fighting each other's in their prime, I think we were onto something special. Um, but, you, but they're going to have to get paid. I, 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 we're just living that day and age, you know, boxing. And, and you know what? These guys deserve to get paid. Um, and if, and, if, and if things work out, hopefully this can be a new trend. I'd like to see more of that. Yeah, yeah, I think, you know, that, that is one thing that these two guys, you know, you got to give them a pat on the back for. They figured it out, unlike uh, unlike Earl Spence and, and, and Crawford, you know. These two somehow they're, and their their sides have come together and figured this thing out. So we shall see. But, yeah, yeah Tank Davis is. He is a uh, favorite, of course, plus 600 out there in Vegas. I don't know what it was. I can't find out what it was earlier, but. So he's, you know, he's, he's still right six, he's still six to one right now? Yeah, yeah. Six to one favorite. Let me see. I think, I think that's a good line. I think that's a good line. I think that's a fair line. You know, it'll, it'll, it'll tighten up as we get closer and the hype, and t- you know, continues to, to, to build. But I think that's a good line. I, 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 that's about. You know, Vegas knows what they're doing out there, man. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, dude. Did you see how how Vegas did the the Super Bowl? Man, they 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 had 
they had Philadelphia winning 37-34, but the Chiefs ended up winning 38-35. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, Vegas is right there, man. You know what I mean? They, I don't know how they do it, but, it's, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they right there, man. They got they all the best handicappers over there in that big, bright city in the desert. Um Real quick, uh, let, let's move on to action happening this weekend uh, on ESPN. Uh, the 25-year-old silver medalist of the 2016 Olympics, Shakur Stevenson, uh, coming into the fight uh, with 19 wins, obviously undefeated with nine knockouts, uh, facing, I'm going to mess this up, uh, Shuchiro <laughs> Yoshino. From Tokyo, Japan, who's sixteen and zero with twelve knockouts, um, the level of his competition, you know, not really, you know, nothing to really speak of. But hey, yeah. man, Shakur Stevenson back in action this week. Um, how do you feel about Shakur? I mean, this is one of those you know tune up fights, get ready. Um, but he is undefeated, so don't go in there sleepwalking. Uh, I think Shakur Stevenson, he's one of those young guys who I, I think is it, it should be on the come up, and, and I'm surprised he's not a little more, you know, out there. And maybe because of guys like Tank Davis, Ryan Garcia, you know what I mean, uh, who, who are out there uh, doing that same thing and kind of fighting in that same mold. But I love Shakur Stevenson, man. Fast, athletic, you know, hits hard, good defender, can take a chin. I mean, can take a punch, has a great chin, so – no, I, I like Shakur, and I expect him to go out here and, and, and take care of business. I, I think you're right. Uh, Shakur Stevenson, you know, I, I think he is in the spot right now where he's starting to to fill out and starting yeah. to get some of his man strength. And let me tell you, man, yeah. with, with his style, he start leaning into these boys. Uh, Shakur is a real problem. He's a very gifted athlete, a talented boxer. I mean, listen, you don't, they're not just giving away silver medals. Okay. They're not just giving away no, silver no. medals. That, that, that man's got some skills. And, uh, as he becomes a little bit more mature, um, I'm real anxious to see, you know, what the ceiling really is for Shakur Stevenson. Cause it could be very high. Um, like I said, Shakur Stevenson uh, in, in in action this weekend on ESPN, uh, and, and I look forward to seeing how he looks against this opponent. I think this opponent's going to be perfect for him to show off exactly where he's at right now, and uh, mm, yeah. I look forward to seeing the Sh- Shakur at where he's at currently in his game as he prepares for a couple of really big fights that could be on the horizon. Speaking of, uh, on the undercard, want to mention this real quick. On the undercard of the, the uh, Shakur Stevenson fight, on ESPN this weekend, the return of the 6'4 heavyweight from Ohio, Jared Big Baby Anderson, man. This guy is 13-0, and all 13 wins by knockout. Have you had a chance to catch uh, Jared's fights? I have. I have. He, he's uh, he just knocking folks out. I, I, I've seen him, and, and he's fun to watch, dude. He's a big dude. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, he's he's gonna come out, man, and and do his thing. Jared Anderson, exciting. When they talk about American heavyweight prospects, Jared Anderson is the man. I'm excited to see how he looks. He seems to get better and better every time out. Was which is what you hope for your prospect. And uh, Jared Anderson, man, is a lot of fun to watch. Very exciting. Big power, obviously. All his wins so far by knockout. 
Uh, also, uh, lightweight from uh, from VA, man, from Virginia, uh, Keyshawn Davis is going to be fighting on the undercard as well, too. A lot of hype and, 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 and again, potential in him. That's going to be a fun fight on, on the undercard this Saturday on ESPN. Uh, again, the uh, undercard for Shakur Stevenson. Real quick, man, a couple of things I want to say uh, before we before we wrap up our, our, our round one, our first ever episode, Fair Ones and Fairways. A couple of weeks ago, uh, Caleb Plant fought um, fought David Benavides, and I, I know you missed this fight. I watched it. I thought it was a great performance by uh, by both Plant and Benavides. Plant came out, and I, I told everybody, uh, you know, while I was watching the fight, I said, "Look, Plant looks good, but the type of fight he's fighting." I don't know if it's possible to have energy to do that for 12 rounds, especially with a pressure yeah. fighter and a guy who comes forward and beats on you like Benavides. And sure enough, you know, six, seven, eight, that things changed and Benavides just, you know, went, went, went crazy on plan and, and, and did, you know, fought his fight and ended up getting the victory. Really, you know, started landing huge shots. Uh, so congratulations to Benavides. A couple of things. Uh, they say that uh, next for Benavides, he wants Canelo – Will Canelo fight yeah. the young Benavides, or is he? People say, and what I've heard is that Canelo just cannot sleep without thinking about a rematch with Dimitri Bivol. Um, should, really? should should he should he go ahead and fight Benavides, or give him what he wants, let him fight Bivol again? I want to get your take on that, but I'm going to give you mine first. I, I think okay. I think Canelo needs to leave Dimitri Bivol alone. I think that's one weight class above where Canelo needs to be. I think Canelo is the best pound-for-pound fighter in the sport right now. He's just so skilled and gifted. But, man, there's what you were talking about earlier. Weight class is for a reason, you know. Uh, Uh, I I, I think going up that high – now, listen, he had some success against uh, Kovalev. But but we're talking about different fighters here. The young, prime, Dimitri Bivol, guys like that. Guys like Better Be If, I don't think Canelo, I don't think Canelo, if I were his manager, I would not let him take those fights. Um, I say, hey, man, calm down. <laughs> let, let, let's stay right here at 168. If you, you know, if you can't get down anymore, let's stay here at 168 uh, and, and let's do work. I think the Benavides fight makes sense for him. I mean, there's other fights that make sense for him, too, like a, like a Charlo and, you know, a couple of the fights like that, but... I think he needs to leave the Bivol thing alone. But from what I hear, he he's obsessed with getting that rematch. How do you feel about that? You know what? I, I think that's old school boxing mentality right there. Um, I think, you know, even say say he takes on Benavidez and wins against Benavidez, he's still going to have Duvall on on his mind. Um, you know, I and and. And didn't and correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Canelo beat Plant? Oh yeah, yeah, B- beat him real. B- he beat Plant, right? It was a, it was a good fight, so, but he, so, he he got Plant and got him out of there, knocked him out. Yeah, he got he got he beat Plant. So I'm thinking he's he like well you know, Benavidez okay you beat Plant so now you want me like I walk through Plant that doesn't you know that doesn't make me jump up and do anything I got my mind focused on this person over here who actually beat me not nobody who just beat somebody who I beat and just wants to see me now to test their skills. This person actually put an L on my, on my column. So I think that's his old school boxing mentality. I respect him for it. Um, 
And yeah, and if you're and if you're the pound for pound best boxer going, yes, you have to avenge your losses. You 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 said he's the best pound to pound in your mind. He has to avenge that loss, man. And the fact that he's and the fact that he can't eat, can't sleep without it, I respect him for it, man. Go ahead and get yours. And you're right. You gotta give him credit for saying, you know what, you got me, I gotta get you back. I love the attitude. Yeah. I just think he needs to leave it alone. I don't think it's a winning battle for him. Not saying that he can't do it. I just wouldn't bet on him to do it. Um, no offense, Canelo. Love you. Love to play golf with you sometime. Um, but uh, <laughs> he pretty damn good. He pretty damn good there too. Um, but I just think he needs to leave the Bevol thing alone. I think you know, one seventy five is too much. One sixty eight has got to be your max. I think you found your new home, your new weight class. Stick it out there. And and see what works. One one more quick note on that on that Plant Benavides fight. Uh, Kenny Bayless was the referee, and can I just say? Oh, let, let, I don't know if we need say, to start. Say no, say no more. <laughs> say no more. Man, Kenny it's Bayless. I, I looked it up. He turned seventy three in May. I think it's time to call it a career, Kenny. I I I, I, I love yeah. you, man. I, I think. It's been a few years to where I I wasn't your biggest fan, even though, listen, he's a Hall of Famer. God bless him. Kenny really sometimes just wants to be, wants to fight to be about him. And, and, and I just yeah. can't stand it, man. The best referee is the kind that you don't notice. And Kenny going to make sure you know he's the third man in the yeah. ring, man. He, you know, the fact you said he's 73 years old. So, not not only the fact that listen, it's getting dangerous, old man. Okay, it's getting dangerous for you in there. Right. Um, and it's almost like, and just because of the way he is, and because of the way he always has been as a referee, it's almost like he's on some. Hey, look here, young man. I'll say it. Stop. Like he's on some shit like that, and it's like every. It's like every every third every third punch is thrown. He thinks somebody's holding and yes. he got to step in there and break up the, the, the tie. And yeah, I can't stand Kenny Bayless. He, 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 he calls fights off early. He jumps in and, and, and causes a, a 10 second delay. Cause he wants to tell somebody to, to tie up something or, or quit holding or it. Yeah. I, I've never, never liked Kenny Bayless almost to the point to where if he's refing, I, I don't want to see the fight. I can't really pay attention to it. I'm looking at him. I'm complaining more about him than I am watching the fighters. I, I've never been a greatest fan of Kenny Bayless, man. Since a young man, since a youngster, like a teenager. Well, you know, you know, Floyd Mayweather was a huge Kenny Bayless fan, but we'll leave that alone. Um, because, listen, you're right. You're of right. Because you're right. Of course. I, the the fact that Benavides was able to have success with Kenny Bayless as the referee is mind blowing because <laughs> yeah. the, the moment they get inside, Kenny's jumping in to break it up. Kenny's jumping in to break yeah. it up. It, it, it kills inside fighters and, and guys who need to get close. It kills their chances. And somehow Benavides was able to. So you know maybe you know Benavides really is a problem because if he still won that fight with Kenny as the referee, that says yeah. a whole lot. Kenny, we <laughs> listen, man. Uh, I got love for you, brother. Thank you for your time as the third man in the ring. Enjoy retirement, man. Your first pina colada under the umbrella is on me, my friend. I'll, I'll cash yeah, out no you, doubt. and we're good, and we're good. Um, 
Listen, before we get out of here, man, thank you real quick, my brother, for being a part of this. Uh, we've had the privilege of talking boxing for a lot of years. Always enjoy no doubt, uh, chatting with you about the sweet science. Um, really appreciate you. You know, this is called Fair Ones and Fair Ways. We always throw, well, not always, from time to time, we throw a little bit of golf uh, into the conversation. And, and I know you don't, I don't think you, you know, you, you really follow the sport. And listen, I am no expert. I'm just a fan. I have discovered golf late in my life, later in my life, I should say. And uh, it has had a huge impact on me. Uh, and I want to utilize this platform to put it on the radar of more people. Uh, it truly is an amazing sport. And it just so happens, Ivory. Now, this is something, you know, it, it's one of those things. Even if, like, for example, you years doing a sports show on the radio, um, uh -huh. even if you don't talk about golf all the time, you, you got to talk about the Masters, don't you? No, no doubt. No doubt. No I doubt mean, about it. I mean, people refer, no about to, it. people refer to it as like the Super Bowl of golf. And uh, I, get, I tend to agree. Some people would argue that that's actually the Open, or some people call it the British Open. Or we just call it the Open uh, that happens later yeah. in the year. But Masters, Augusta National, the Green Jacket, uh, pretty prestigious stuff going on right now. I Man, I always say the the, the blow up to um, that that golf experienced, it was already big amongst you know a certain demographic of, of, of the country. Sure, but golf really blew up when HD TVs became available, mm. and everybody had a four, everybody had a forty inch in their in their <laughs> living room. Yeah, the the way the course looks. On an HD screen, oh man! Compared to what it, compared to what it looked like on your twenty-seven inch JVC, <laughs> it's yeah. a, it's it's amazing. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's amazing. I I I I'm not the biggest golf fan, but I've fallen asleep many a times watching golf on TV <laughs> simply because the picture is so beautiful. Hey, you know man, I mean? It's relaxing. It's therapeutic. Listen, I think that's to be yes, real with it you. Yes, it is. It I, is. I, I hate that you said <laughs> I've fallen asleep watching golf, but 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 it's real though. It's true, right? Um, yeah. It, it, it's it's almost <laughs> it's almost uh, hypnotic in a way. It's so peaceful looking, right? Especially you know what it, what is arguably the the, you con know, the commentators are whispering, you know, <laughs> right? And especially when you're talking <laughs> about arguably the the most beautiful course in the world, which is Augusta National, right? Uh, all the azaleas, everything around there, man. Just all, I mean, everything just so finely manicured. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, it's, it's almost magical, man. It, it's almost enchanting how beautiful the grounds are. But yeah, man, I think, you know, from what I understand, this may be the most watched masters in the history of the game. There's a couple of big storylines, just a lot of big names. The popularity of golf has risen uh, over the last few years. Uh, obviously, Tiger Woods being the biggest influence of all time. He's coming back. Uh, he's playing this weekend. And also, um, you know, since COVID, man, because there was, you know, you couldn't do anything during COVID except play golf. Golf was yeah. one of the few things that you could still get out there and do. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's when I uh, got into the sport. Shout out to my man Bishop who got who got me out on the course for the first time. Um, you know what? Golf is, the popularity is rising. And then you've got this new league, Live, um, that, that has started. And I don't know if you, you know, have any, you know, 
professional wrestling history. People have compared this live league to like the NWO back in the day, trying to take over the <laughs> wrestling world. It's like the bad yeah, guys yeah. are coming to play. And due to certain rules, the, yeah. the, the PGA and the live players don't play together unless these live players qualify for these majors. And here we are at the grandest stage of them all, the Masters. You know, I think they got, I want to say, 18 representatives of that Live League who are going to be represented uh, playing, uh, you know, starting, well, t tomorrow at the time of this recording. You know, we're recording this on a Wednesday. First day of the Masters is tomorrow, Thursday. Um, yeah. I mean, it's going to be interesting, man. A lot of anticipation. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I took the odds and put some money on Brooks Kepka at 33-1. to 1. So... Just, just know if Brooksy, it, 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 you know, is putting on that green jacket Sunday, dinner's on me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have you, you DoorDash me something. That's it, boy. <laughs> <laughs> DoorDash me something all the way over here. Hey, man. Hey, but now what, what, what would it do? It so even though like Liv and the PGA guys, you know, everything is kind of kumbaya for now. Would it would it be a big deal if a live guy, quote unquote, won the Masters? You know, that's a great question. I think it. I th I think it would be. I think it would be. Um, yeah. You know, I don't. I mean, that's yet to be seen, right? I mean, live is a, is 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 a new startup league. This is their first official season. Their first go round. Yeah, this is their first official yeah. season. Um, so we'll see how it goes. I'll be honest with you. I really like the live product. I think their production, uh, their format, uh, it includes a team aspect. It, they, they're doing what I what I thought was genius, which is the shotgun start. Because, you know, you said you fell asleep, Ivory, watching golf. Um, that's because yeah. it's so drawn out. You've got guys teeing yeah. off from like 8 in the morning, and they don't finish – you know, because some guys are teeing off at like two or three, you know, in the afternoon. Two, three in the afternoon. And they're yeah. not finished playing till like 7 p.m. I mean, we're talking about 12 yeah. hours long of, of golf. And, 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 man, that's a lot. You know, that's a lot to follow. Well, what Lived Golf has done is they've done what they call a shotgun start. All players playing at the same time. Just everyone's on a different hole, right? Like you got yes. group groups on every hole playing and and dude it's a non-stop action i think it's a great product there's a little bit debate on the origins and the financial backings and all this and again that's for another topic for another time but i think the product yeah. itself is extraordinary I, I i i kind of prefer the live product if i'm being honest with you just the presentation because i'm a production guy i've been broadcasting you know over 22 years <laughs> right. i'm a big believer in production and i think the production I, it lives I, give, give me yeah give me bells and whistles man yeah come on now come on now yeah, yeah give me all that man absolutely absolutely man so i, I like what they're doing Again, I think it'll be a big deal if a live guy can win. I don't think any of those guys are favorite because you've got some players who are on fire right now, like Rory McIlroy. Uh, you've got Scotty yeah. Scheffler, John Rahm. I mean, these guys are kind of dominating golf at the moment, but you never know, man. Like I said, I put my money on Brooksy. I think that guy right there, if he's healthy, one, confident, two, and has that chip on his shoulder, which he has all three right now, Brooks might be the baddest man out there. I guess we'll have to wait and see. You know, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Hey, but, he got shoulders like a linebacker, man. He yeah. can do something. <laughs> That's real deal. That's real deal. Yeah, shout out to my man Brooks. Hey, let's do this thing, brother. I need some money, man. 
Um, hey, I thank you again, my brother. We appreciate it. This has been our opening round, round one. No doubt. Fair ones and fairways. We'll see you on the next one, baby. Yeah.